0: So welcome to Kaiba Health and Life. I'm your host, Kristen Wolosinovich, here with my beautiful co-host, Lisa Metropolis. Hi, Kristen. How are you?
1: I'm so excited today.
0: Are you kidding me? I know. So exciting to have Dr. Bobby McCumala in the hot seat. Hello, sir. How are you? Greetings.
1: Fine. Thanks. Yourself?
0: We, well, we're better now, yeah. aren't we, Lisa? <laughs> we're
1: always better when Dr. Bobby's Well, thank here. you. Yeah. You guys are always so kind. Hmm.
0: Well, Dr. Bobby, you've been a dear friend of the show for some time and, as always, so gracious to come in and be a guest. And, you know, you are an auntie, mm-hmm. yeah. also known as...
2: Otorhinolaryngology.
0: Did you get that, Lisa? I did. It
2: rolls off your tongue.
0: It <laughs> does. Kind of a fan... When you were picking your specialty... Did you want to go for something that was, you know, really yeah, kind had of a fancy? Flash, you know, yeah. A lot of, a lot of you know
2: Latin terms in the name. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's knew. so much better than proctologist.
0: Right. Yeah. There you go. Or gastroenterologist. You know, when you're kind of picking that specialty. Yeah. Exactly. I assumed that had a lot
2: to do with it. Up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to deal with anything yeah. below the neck.
0: Well, on a serious note. Had you always been passionate about ear, nose, and throat? How did you pick that specialty?
2: It's a good question. So towards the end of my third year of medical school, which is usually when you pick your specialty after rotating through a bunch Mm -hmm. of things, I thought I wanted to be a a heart surgeon. And so I had done all my rotations in cardiac surgery and, in fact, had um, a Dr. Greenfield, who's well-known in vascular surgery, do my recommendation letter. And then I did a one-month rotation in ENT, and and I completely changed my mind because it was cool, and everything was so intricate and small, and, you know, you're dealing with hearing or hearing bones ear bones that are like two three millimeters just the finesse of it was cool so that's when I decided to change gears and uh switch to ENT
1: well so 30 days it took you 30 days to change after after
0: three years yeah after three years of going in one direction that's really interesting but it's
2: just it it goes to show you that if you don't experience something then you're blind to it and you have no idea that it's an option
0: you know and last week was teacher appreciation day and I was looking on social media, and one person or a teacher can really change or influence a decision and impact your life. So it sounds like that For sure. Absolutely. had massive yep. influence. Yep. In fact,
2: uh, this Friday, I'm going up to my alma mater, Powers Catholic High School, to, oh. dr- to uh, give lunch to my old teachers.
0: Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, you know? that's wonderful. We're going to have the
2: Vehicle City taco truck out there and uh, serve tacos to teachers.
0: Tacos to to teachers. Yeah, you know, it just rolls off your tongue. This is why we love <laughs> Dr. Bobby because you you are you give back. You give so much back to the community that has given you so much. Yeah. The city of Flint, it's so well, important to you.
2: I will owe more than I could ever give, but mm. I'll keep working on it.
0: Well, we're lucky to have you. Thank you. And Lisa also, you know, besides being that fancy title, right, yeah. the ENT, yeah. he also is the new president elect for the Michigan State Medical Society. Congratulations, <laughs> <Thank> sir. <laughs> yeah. That Thank news you. was just announced was. Uh, last week. And tell us a little bit about your journey with the society.
2: Yeah, so the Michigan State Medical Society, I've been a member since I started my practice 19 years ago. And and the purpose was, I mean, you know how complicated it is to, to practice medicine and, and even on the patient side, let alone the physician side, yeah. you know, you, you perform a service you bill an insurance company then you anyone that does medical billing knows how often you get a rejection right, right. where they yeah. don't pay you they say you know that we're rejecting the claim for some odd reason and so after doing that for the first few months of my practice I thought well this is crazy I'm going to I'm going to go to law school, get my law degree, and then sue the insurance companies in small claims court for each of these denials. I thought right. that was my brilliant idea.
0: That,
2: one, and, uh, obviously that was not going so to be brilliant. a trend, yes. yes. Yeah. And so, somebody wisely sort of counseled me and said, no, 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 don't do that. Join the Michigan State Medical Society, They take care of all these things. They're the ones that can meet with Blue Cross Blue Shield or any of these insurance companies and sort of solve that problem for you. You can keep cleaning out earwax and do what you love doing. Don't worry about going to law school. So that's when I joined. That was 19 years ago and I've been involved um, ever since and just finished uh, three years as chair of the board of the Michigan State Medical Society. And then decided to run for president-elect and and they elected me
1: well congratulations thank you that's that's an incredible uh, feat for you for the city of Flint Uh, it's it's we're so proud and it's so great to have someone representing the community here for so many reasons
2: thank you very much it uh, it is definitely an honor and uh, and I hope to to do physicians in the state proud
0: well and like you said a lot of um, a lot of the objectives is dealing with insurance companies and policy and yes. we've seen this huge paradigm shift where you especially see it you're seeing this um healthcare being being navigated being dictated by the insurance companies it's a For big sure. fight yeah i
2: mean one of the things we're so focused on right now is just the whole concept of prior authorization right you know, and just this idea that you know like i saw you know a dozen patients in my office this morning ordered a few CAT scans of the sinuses, because when people come to see me because they can't breathe through their nose or they're yeah. blowing green snot, you have no idea. and they've been on 10 different antibiotics, then it's time to sort of get a CAT scan to mm-hmm. look at their sinuses and see whether or not they have some blockage, something that's causing them to get more sick than usual. And ideally, you would say, okay, well, patient comes in, they tell me what's wrong with them. After a conversation, we decide we need to order a CAT scan. We should be able to order the CAT scan and get it done and Great. get the result.
0: It's been standard protocol.
2: Yeah, but not anymore, right? So right, now right. we have to have my office staff then so sort of send the patient home and then work on getting prior authorization for that CAT scan. And, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, 5, 10 minutes on computers online, and sometimes right. it's conversations back and forth with an insurance company. Uh, and meanwhile, the patient's waiting. And, and, you know, this is the kind of thing that we get approved in our office 95% of the time, mm-hmm. right? So right. everybody, every office in the country goes through this to catch 5% of people who it doesn't get approved on the first time but gets approved eventually you know right. another and it 3 it has 4% to keep going
1: of time through. right
0: so that exactly i would think would be on the agenda for absolutely. the right. so this Michigan is a problem State. we're trying to yes, solve yes absolutely yep. i will tell you i was in line the other day at a pharmacy and a gentleman in front of me was getting meds that he had been on for 6 years his mm-hmm. insurance company had been the same and i believe it was automotive Base, which provides very mm-hmm. high end mm-hmm. insurance comp- you know insurance um, premiums and coverage mm-hmm and the the um, the pharmacist said I'm sorry this isn't covered right. and he said what are you talking about yeah. I've been right. on these for meds years. for 6 years. For years oh okay no it's covered but now it's only one a day he said I've been taking it twice a day for 2 years right yeah. and th- those are the conversations i'm sure you're dealing with on a daily basis Absolutely. it's it's yeah. bureaucratic and it's tough
2: right and it's you know it's, the problem is it's sort of you know it's the people in the office in a in a high-rise building yeah. in the city that are making these decisions, and there's no patient there, right? There's and, no emotional connection, right? And so whatsoever. this guy at the pharmacy, what's his what's his relief? He's got to you know talk to the doctor, and the doctor's got to call the insurance company, or he tries to call the insurance company. Those are hours spent dealing with issues that hours. we shouldn't have yeah. to spend. And and to catch a fraction of a percent of the people that are abusing the system, right? Five percent,
0: right? right? And, exactly. I mean, and not even
2: that. I mean, it's probably even less than one percent that eventually sort of get it denied flat out because they're ordering it for the wrong reason or there's right. a better taste. Right. So to catch the 1%, 99% of everybody else, have to go through this extra hoop
0: right that's why we're so excited you're going to be the president <laughs> dr we will bobby try to solve the problem i had to say I, I, I
1: met you 10 years ago i remember sitting down with you at a round table mm-hmm. 10 years ago uh and it was some people in the community um at the time i owned a business and uh being self-employed dealing with insurance then mm-hmm. and we had discussed preventative Yes. care. Yep. Uh, that yep. was, that was the big thing, uh, that we, that we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, um, it in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, cause we specifically talked about it here in, in the community. Mm-hmm. And I know that, um, so there, there are so many more resources now than there were 10 years ago, especially here. For have, sure. have you seen preventative care? Have you seen that? An uptick. And, mm-hmm. uh, right.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it certainly is more part of the conversation now. Right. It won't ever really be a major effort until people's premiums change because of it, right? Meaning that, let's say, for example, so yesterday the CRIM Fitness Foundation started their training groups, right? Mm-hmm. So for the, the race in August. So how smart would it be to say, okay, if you're training for the CRIM and you're running, you know, 5 to 10 miles a week prior to August, you're obviously getting healthier. Right, right. Shouldn't that translate to a reduction in your insurance premium? Absolutely. Right, and so that's where prevention can be monetized to actually decrease the cost out of pocket. Right. Until that happens, it's really just prevention because it feels good to do it. It's the right thing to do for yourself. But the incentive isn't there as much as if it actually because they're going to be saving money on me if I'm healthier. That's right. And so there should be a reduction in premium.
0: And that's a good question. And I think that, like you said, they've made some small progress. You know, probably among the bigger corporations where mm-hmm. they do give them incentive. Right. If you did join the CRIM group, we'll give you some right. discount off your larger, those are corporations.
2: Yeah, and those are huge companies that sort of self-insure, mm-hmm. where right. the company themselves is paying mm-hmm. the bill and they're for all their medical all the med- care, right? That's and so right. because it's, you know, not a generic sort of Blue Cross card that I have that I'm buying directly from the insurance company, but my employer is actually paying for that, right. um, all the cost. The employer has the ability to create sort of novel programs like this to sort of uh, keep their their employee base healthier and then reward them for those healthy habits. That's right.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. We had uh, Pete Levine, who is head of the local Genesee yeah. County Medical, <laughs> Medical Society, Society. Yeah. and he had discussed too. We had discussed the same topic about insurance companies yeah. and some of the frustrations. And one thing he had mentioned is. You know, now it's also transitioning from patients because now they're becoming clients or customers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because now they're purchasing their own insurance right, company. Yep, yep, and yep. it's hard because it's so convoluted. I mean, pick here's your book. Go through your book and pick your insurance company. I know. I mean,
2: the uh, the most illustrating stories that I hear are physicians that end up on the patient side of things. And then they, right. you know, you would think that they know how to work this system navigate. and then navigate the system. But then they end up on the patient side of things, and then they're trying to deal with the, you know, they go into the hospital for half a day or a day, and then they end up getting bills from everybody and their mother, from every, you know, provider that saw them, right. the hospital system, you know, lab tests, x-rays, and then trying to sort of navigate, okay, well, what is it that, I'm, that I'm, my plan is supposed to pay for, you know, and deductible issues and things like that? I mean, it's such a convoluted system that even those that are supposed to be expert in it find themselves right. sort of lost on the patient well, side and, and it's I, just it just needs to be simplified the language
0: it needs to be simplified yeah. because as a physician you are busy you are a busy man so you too have to then take time out of your day to kind of figure out what's going on and i think that's the biggest issue we're all so busy right. and now it's not a simple fix dr bobby it is we know it's going to be an hour to two hour it's going to be a half the, a day On the phone with
2: somebody yes. trying to navigate yes. it, right? and and yeah. i mean and this is if if I struggle with it and it takes me an hour, what is the ability of somebody who, you know, mm-hmm. is, is, is doing manual labor for ten bucks an hour that has right. insurance and but has never navigated that right. you know, doesn't know the terms even right. Right. um and the language of uh-huh. the contract and, and you know what's what counts as prevention, what counts as treatment, you know, lab tests, things like that. They have zero ability to to do it. So what's a one hour job for me ends up being a week long probable yes. failure. For that person to An take. And
0: extreme, with. extreme frustration, and what you're seeing too, like even with the pharmacists, they become extremely desensitized. Sure. They, yeah. they're yeah. like, okay, thank you, next. You know, because yeah. it becomes a commodity. So, I, we're excited for you to fix all these problems, yes, Dr. Levy. So we're excited for you to oh, fix wow. everything. Oh, well, wow. You get jumped my right into that president elect position. There's very good. A,
2: a lot of work to be done, right. and I will do my best.
0: Yeah, but you know what? You speak for the people, and you have empathy and kindness, and you get it. So, we couldn't think of a better person no, to hold not back. At all.
1: Well, not thank at all. you very much.
0: So um, as an ENT, ear, Mm -hmm. ear, nose, and throat, Mm -hmm. we're coming into spring, and we're coming into allergy season. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I've already been getting the pressure and the sinus headaches. Myself included. I see it every day.
2: I mean, what happens is stuff is pollinating, stuff is blooming. That stuff ends up on your nasal lining. And if you have allergies, when that happens, you release histamine, which is sort of the most potent sort of you know, thing that causes your nose to run and your nose to stuff up and your eyes to itch and all that. And so then the consequence of that is that the lining swells, the sinuses then get blocked because they're sort of narrow passages anyway that that open into the sinus cavity. And then when that swells shut, mucus gets trapped in there and stagnant mucus is just waiting for bacteria. And then the infection sets in, right? So the infection is sort of a consequence of the allergic inflammation. So if you just take the antibiotic, sure, you'll get over that infection. But I tell people it's like a stagnant pool of water. Right. You can put a bunch of chlorine in it and kill whatever's there right now. Mm-hmm. And then you go back a month later, and it's just as green as it was before because exactly. it's stagnant. And so the solution is to try to decrease the inflammation, get the passages open, so the mucus can sort of recirculate and, and drain out instead of staying stagnant and getting infected. Of course, much easier, you know, to say than to do. How that, would one retry. do that?
0: How how would you how would yeah. you do that?
2: So if it is if it's truly allergic and it's pretty clear that yep, every time stuff starts blooming or every time I'm around a dog or, you know, dust that this happens, then the preventative way, so again, not the antibiotic after the ho- mm-hmm. after the horse got out of the barn, locking the barn door it isn't gonna do any good. Right? right. So we gotta keep the horse in the barn by controlling the allergic inflammation. So at a minimum the first thing to try if the symptoms are nasal are, are nasal steroid sprays. And the oh, brand wow. names are things like Flonase, nasinex Nasacort. They used to be yep. prescription, but they're so safe that they went to over-the-counter probably okay. in the past right. decade or so.
0: So does that help with headaches as well? Because right. I'm feeling pressure, right. barometric pressure, yep. headaches. Yep.
2: And so the headaches come because the sinus openings get blocked, pressure builds up. So now you've got this air pocket that doesn't equalize pressure, kind of like when you go on an airplane and your ears don't right. pop. So you've got air in here that isn't the same pressure as the air out there, and then you feel that. Okay. So the solution is to sort of get the air flowing by decongesting the nose. So, you know, they start with a nasal spray, and if that doesn't work, then you would add, you know, an antihistamine like Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec. You know, if that still doesn't work, then you get allergy testing. With a D in it? So it depends like on if you can D tolerate it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So After if Bobby. you right, so if you don't have blood pressure or heart issues and your heart doesn't race when you take it, the D is actually more effective because it decongests. Yep. That's what the D is, is a decongestant. Uh, but you know, like I saw somebody in my office earlier this morning that had to stop it because you know they're 65 years old and they right. have a heart condition and their heart races, and the cardiologist said, no, not a good idea. So then they go to the non-D form to basically decrease the allergic inflammation, but not decongest. And it's not as effective, but it's safer for them. It can
1: work, Doctor yeah. Bobby. I mm-hmm. have. Uh, I know a lot of people um, like to do uh, holistic type mm-hmm. of medicines, and um, it, the nutty pot mm-hmm. is a really uh, it, it, a really big tool. It's yep. a re- to, to use.
2: Absolutely. And
1: that I I, I have one, and mm-hmm. I use that, and I use saline and warm water. Yep. Um, and that th- th- it, it, it works. works. Great. It yep. works. Yep. So. Yeah.
2: Everybody that comes to my office that ends up, you know, having a blockage of their sinuses where we have to go and unblock that, they all get recommendations to use nasal irrigation. You know, neti yeah. is one brand, but there's other ones also to basically wash out the nose so that the mucus isn't sitting there stagnant. Because now we've, we've opened up their sinus cavities. It doesn't mean that snot won't build up in there, and so it still has to be washed out. So I tell them that the solution to pollution is dilution. Right, so they're rinsing out the But he too. has
0: copyrighted that, so please don't, <laughs> don't use, use that no, as a tagline. <laughs> you know, look at Lisa. I'm like, hey, can we get the D? And Lisa's like, I really want a holistic <laughs> approach. But no, we, we like to combine the best of Eastern and the yeah. best of Western medicine for sure, but that's a great question. And it also leads me to why we have Dr. Bobby on the show so we can get our free medical (laughs) advice and we don't have to bill our, you know, (laughs) insurance insurance company, you know, but that also bodes the same, you know, whether it's allergies, but also, you know, I know you have patients that come in and they can't hear and they're frightened and Mm -hmm. it's scary and a lot of times...
2: it's it's, it's just, simple. it's simple. Right. Yeah. I mean, so every day in the office, I see at least two or three people that come in in that exact sort of panic scenario. Like, oh my gosh, you know, two days ago, all of a sudden something happened and I can't hear anymore. And majority of the time it's earwax, (laughs) which is, it's it's, it's simple, but it's so rewarding because literally in 60 seconds, you clean out that earwax and it's like flipping a switch and all of a sudden they can, they can hear everything.
0: Yeah. It's, it, to me that's i get frightened sometimes like when you're swimming and your mm-hmm. ear right. you like up. what's right. going on it's very frightening right. so dr bobby McCumala, you know we can't wait to have you back on the show you know congratulations pre- president elect when does that term officially start
2: so it starts so i'm president elect now and then i become president a year from a few days ago okay, okay. so at the next meeting of the michigan state medical society I will be inaugurated. Wonderful. We will,
0: We want to be there or celebrate. And then how long does that last? Does so that it's a term...
2: one-year term. It's a one-year yep. term. And that's when I sort of you know, go on the road and, and talk to patients, groups, insurance companies, hospitals, right. other physicians, sort of trying to solve the problems that we talked about.
0: Excellent. And you oversee the entire state of Michigan, the Michigan State Medical Society. How many um, sub-counties are Fall within
2: that. So pretty pretty much every county in Michigan has representation there. Okay. Uh, And you know sometimes they're not very populated, and there may not be a physician in a county in the Upper Peninsula. But so the Upper Peninsula has, you know, one physician that they put on the board. Okay. Um, So and for example, our county has two physicians on the board of the Michigan State Medical Society. It depends on population. So Wayne County, Oakland County would have more.
0: Well, how exciting! And we, as always, love having you on the show. Yes, we do. Um, thank you for all the work that you do, not only within the medical society, but for the city of Flint and the oh, community. And we really could never repay you. You're yeah. you're amazing. So.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm, I get repaid every time I I see somebody that enjoys living here. And Aww. it's
0: you know real quickly, they did an article on you. I'm live and you know announcing your new uh, position, mm-hmm. but. There were pictures of you over the years, with you know some watershed moments. How was that for you to watch? That was neat. I
2: I didn't notice it at first, and then I clicked on the picture, and then all these other pictures came up. So they dug pretty deep to find all these pictures, but it was neat. I mean, just moments going back to when Clarissa Shields was was trying to raise money to go to the Olympics, and we had a fundraiser for her Mm -hmm. at one of our restaurants in downtown. And so, sixteen year old Clarissa Shields and I. You know, of course now she's world famous and, and right. wouldn't know she's me from Adam Oh please it's I'm just sure. Neat mm-hmm. to need to see uh, need to see that history in pictures.
0: Well, Doctor Bobby Makamala, thank, thank you. you, so thank, you. thank you so much. Kaiba Health and Life, we adore you and support all of your work. We can't thank you enough. Lisa Metropolis. It's always so great to be here, especially with you, Dr. Bobby. (laughs) Thank you so much. When Dr. Bobby's on, Lisa, she wasn't going to be here today. She's like, I said, Dr. Bobby's coming. She said, oh, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. (laughs) I'll be right there. I'll be there early. Thank you. Thank you (laughs) to our viewers and listeners. This has been Kaiba Health & Life.